TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. It's the Mark Reardon Show. My name is Mike Elam. Sitting in for Mark. Hope your MLK Day is going well. It is Iowa Caucus Day. We are finally at that point where people are going to start actually saying how voters feel about these particular candidates. We have got Brad Young on the line with us. Brad, how are you, sir? Mike, it's uh, it's great to talk to you as always, my friend. Man, it's always fun when you join because you're such a well-informed guy. How are you looking at, at these caucuses? What are you thinking about today? Well, the real question on these caucuses at this point, Mike, is an issue of who's going to come in second. Now, <laughs> if, if, if you watch if you watch the networks, uh, they're all talking about this as a blowout for Trump. And it is. There's there's we haven't seen a, a primary blowout like this, uh, perhaps in modern electoral history. But we also have to remember that there is a there is a long list of Iowa tombstones on the road to the White House. I mean, for example, uh, just in the last uh, I believe it was in 20. 16, I think Rick Perry won Iowa and, you know, he's never been president. So uh, before that, there's, again, a long list of people who have won Iowa, but didn't necessarily translate that into winning the nomination. Now, I'm not suggesting that Trump doesn't have a lot of support. He certainly does. Uh, But simply winning Iowa in of itself is certainly no guarantee uh, historically or even anecdotally of winning the actual nomination, particularly when you look at all of Trump's legal problems, the various uh, civil and criminal cases that are going to be going to trial before uh, the uh, before the Republican convention. I mean, obviously, this is a primary like no other. You know, when you look at all of those particular lawsuits, it seems like every time Trump gets charged, his numbers go up. Like people just look at this whole thing that it, it's it's all a sham. Uh, I mean, New York in in one particular case, there's no victim. Like no one lost any money. Right. No one committed any crimes that I think we know of. But yet they're going out and they're finding ways to just charge him. But it seems to continue to just build the brand and build the narrative of, look, it's one set of issues for the Democrats. And then if you're Donald Trump, there's a whole other set of rules that you have to play by that nobody else has to play by. 
There's no question, Mike, that that's the situation here. Uh, but as I break down legal issues, I try to exclude the, the personalities involved. And I simply look at the evidence, look at the law and see how it's applying. So when you look at all of these Trump issues, legal issues, some have merit, others do not. Uh, for example, the, uh, the the case in New York, I don't believe has merit. Will will the conviction in the civil case has already occurred? I mean, the the judge in the civil case uh, has already ruled in favor of the state of New York. So this entire trial is simply about assessing damages. It's not about liability. It's about damages. Uh, and, and I think up on appeal, there's going to be some very serious questions about that. But if you look at the case regarding the documents from Mar-a-Lago, I think that is a valid case. Uh, he uh, refused to comply with the subpoena. The evidence uh, that's there in Mar-a-Lago in Miami shows that he, at least the evidence shows, that Trump directed individuals on his team, including his legal team, to withhold documents from a federal subpoena. That is a clear-cut violation of the law. If I do that, if I did that tomorrow, if I get a subpoena from my opponent and my client tells me, hey, Brad, you know what? We're not going to produce those documents. Let's just hold off on, on documents A, B, and C and just produce the rest of the documents. Not only could my client go to jail for that, but I could go to jail for that. So that is a legitimate uh, legitimate legal issue. And so that's why each of these, Mike, have to be discussed in isolation. You can't simply say they're all fraudulent, nor can you say they're all valid and they all have merit. Each one is distinct. I guess the only caveat to that is if you're Hunter Biden, because if you're <laughs> Hunter Biden, you can just thumb your nose at, at whoever you want and feel like you're going to get away with it. What did you think? I mean, we have gone through a whole soap opera of just what Hunter Biden has done in the last month where he yes. showed up and announced that he's not going in. And then he got back in his, uh, his SUV and drove away. Then they're holding the contempt trial or, or I guess considering holding in, in contempt and he walks in and sits down there and basically just flips the bird to the Republicans in the house. I yes. mean, and, but now supposedly he is going to sit down. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm lost in this story now. <laughs> well, let, let me try to clarify it for you, Mike. There, there's a there's a slight difference between the subpoena that comes from Congress and a subpoena that comes from the courts. Little difference. Here's a here's a uh, uh, con law class 101. Here. There you go. And that is a congressional subpoena. Congress doesn't have the power to enforce a subpoena. They only have the power to issue it. In order to enforce it, it has to go over to the Department of Justice for enforcement. So in this case, and this has always been the case, whether it was going all the way back to the Iran-Contra situation where Congress was subpoenaing individuals and they always refused to, to comply at first because Congress can't enforce it. You know, there's they're not going to send the congressional uh, 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 the, the guy that runs the, the security division at Congress. He's not going to go out with an SUV and a shotgun and force someone to comply. He doesn't do that. OK, that so would be interesting, though, it to would see be fun to see. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would be. Here I'd pay money for that. It's a you know, it's a congressional <laughs> security smackdown. I would pay for that. That would but, be good. But 
but in reality, that's not what happens. So everyone always defies them at first, but then later they comply because there are mechanisms in place to enforce those subpoenas. It just takes a lot of time. So that's a long-winded way of saying what you saw was Hunter Biden playing on the idea that, that Congress couldn't enforce it. He was playing for the cameras. He was playing for the PR. And then later we've seen reports. We don't have it confirmed, but it's been widely reported that he's now conceded that he will comply because, and again, I know these are detailed questions, Mike, but but it really becomes a pickle for uh, President Biden because if this goes over to the Department of Justice, to enforce the congressional subpoena. Now it's a conflict of interest for the Department of Justice because of Hunter Biden's relationship to his father. And then you'd have to go to a special counsel to enforce the subpoena. It becomes extremely messy and he doesn't want that to happen. But who gets to appoint the special counsel at that point? Isn't that Merrick Garland who gets to do that? At this point, it is. And that's the problem with the special counsel as opposed to what was previously known as an independent counsel. Those two terms are not synonymous. They, they operate the same way. They look the same. They're like two different kinds of ducks that are a different uh, genus, but the same species. OK, and that is that uh, an independent counsel has to come from an act of Congress whereas a special counsel is appointed by the Department of Justice. Still has a little bit of an appearance of impropriety, but at least a special counsel is different than Merrick Garland because the the special counsel truly uh, uh, isn't accountable to anyone. Uh, They can operate independently, even though they're not technically independent. But at the end of the day, you have a Justice Department that works with the president. So the president... Couldn't the the president just lean on Merrick Garland? Of course, he's not going to do this out in the open. And they're all going to deny that these conversations ever happen. But they deny the fact that they've been working with the prosecutors who are bringing charges against Trump. But yet there seems to be a lot of evidence that we'll talk about a little bit later on today uh, that that seems to be the White House is working with the prosecutors. But if Biden decides to lean on Garland and say, uh, don't enforce this. What are the ramifications of that? Because there's there's really nothing to make the Justice Department enforce the subpoena, is there? Boy, that's a great question. And that's why I think at the end of the day, it, it would look really bad if Merrick Garland drags his feet on anything regarding Hunter Biden, because it's obvious why that's happening. So in order to avoid that appearance of impropriety, that's why I believe at the end of the day, as it has been widely reported, that you will see Hunter Biden agreeing to comply with the congressional subpoena because he doesn't want to put his father in the position of having to have another special counsel appointed because it just looks bad. I mean, even if there's no fire there, there is a whole heck of a lot of smoke. And so I, I don't think at the end of the day, you'll see Hunter Biden putting President Biden in that situation. You know, as as I look through this situation, and you have a law degree, I have a communications degree. Two completely different minds here, right? So, so play along with the uh, the radio kid, right? So, as I look at this, I'm thinking the Democrats are playing. Well, Biden in particular is playing the let's stretch it out game, because at the end of the day, if he can get this past the election, win or lose. He's going to be able to take care of Hunter. He's going to be able, if if Hunter gets convicted 
or Hunter doesn't get convicted, well, it, it, if, if Biden wins or Biden loses, it doesn't matter. Because if Hunter Correct. does get convicted, then Biden's going to be able to pardon him. And he could make all of this stuff go away. I mean, it's obviously it, it's going to look horrible and it's going to completely tank uh, any reputation that he would have for the rest of his life. But he talks about the fact that he's willing to do whatever he needs to do to take care of his son because he loves his son. That's his play. It, this could get. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and ATT at tmobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It really ugly by the time we get to the end of this year, couldn't it? Yeah, I, I think it's a foregone conclusion, Mike. No matter what happens in the election, uh, that, that Hunter Biden will get pardoned. Because if Biden wins, he's still going to pardon him. Because I, I don't think that... President Biden has any intention of serving a second term. He's going to resign and then allow Kamala Harris to become the next president. Right. If he wins. So either way, he can pardon Hunter and then step aside. If he loses uh, the same thing, he has that period of time between the end of the election and January uh, 6th uh, or January 20, I think, is actually when it happens. The swearing in happens that he could uh, pardon Hunter and then exit the office. So either way. Either way, Hunter Biden skates on the federal charges because he's going to get a, a, a presidential pardon. We're talking with Brad Young. I, I got a couple of minutes here. I just want to kind of play this out uh, from your standpoint. Where do you think we're going to end up in terms of these primaries that are that are coming? Do you think that Biden is actually going to make it to the ballot in November? Or do you think somewhere along the line they're going to put a replacement in for him? I, I've, I've said over on Camo X, I've said it right here on 97.1, I do not believe that President Biden will be on the ticket in November. I, I just gotta don't. agree with you. Uh, I don't. And it's not some conspiracy theory. It's not that I'm believing Pizzagate or, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm just looking at the poll numbers and I'm saying, look, uh, if there's a chance that Biden cannot beat Trump or Haley, because the polling data shows either one of them right now beating Biden. Right. Um, 
uh, at this point, when the polling data gets too bad, he's going to step aside. And and no one, no one, and let me emphasize, no one is looking for Kamala Harris to be the next presidential candidate. I agree. It's going to be Gavin Newsom. And so if it looks like Biden can't win, he's going to step aside. I, I would think it's got to be that way. I just don't see him being able to make it. I mean, when ABC is putting out a poll that says he has a 33% approval and 28% think he's mentally competent, and that's an ABC poll. When when that's happening, exactly. it, it's just not going to be pretty. Hey, Brad Young, thanks for taking some time, and thanks for coming on with us today. It's always good to have the intelligent folks clear up all these legal questions. <laughs> Mike, it's always a pleasure, my friend. That is Brad Young. I appreciate the time, man. And when we come back on the other side, we are going to talk to Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe. He is running for governor for the state of Missouri. We will catch up with him on the other side of this break. My name is Mike Elam, and for Mark Reardon today on St. Louis's Home for Conservative Talk, 97.1 FM Talk. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 